The come up. The come up. <laughs> the holy drug triangle. Sean Cass in there. The holy drug yeah. triangle. Yeah. I like that better. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Well, it, it's uh, it's not a drum circle; it's a drum triangle. We can't. It's hard to make a circle with three people. So. I thought you said drug triangle. I did. I did say that. Oh. You know, dr- drug triangle and drum triangle go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Even though we're not really on any drugs right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on kratom. <laughs> well, you know, I thought that literally last night. Though I had that thought in the front of my brain when I was like. Uh, I'm really, really sore. I went to the gym for the first time in like a couple of years. And yeah, just... we should talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I feel basically crippled from it. And, <laughs> and Sean's like massaging my legs last night and reminding me about uh, GHB and how GHB can like help bodybuilders build their muscles up. Yeah. And we were just going to like hang out that night or whatever. But then it got me flirting with GHP because anytime anybody ever says a drug, I'm start thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's like talking about like, food. We get up? But it's one of those, like we did it once. We were like, whatever. We It's just like we have an affinity with it or anything. But no, I, I was I just no like, dude, you, like I'm drugs. Like Sean's drugs. Like we're so drugs. And especially together we're drugs. Like I definitely don't need any other drugs, you know? I, um, I think it was a good call. Yeah. You know, especially because I, like, like we said, we, we've done that before and i don't really even know what it does right. it's, it's one of those drugs it's not like a psychedelic experience or anything i think it just loosens you up and we're already pretty fucking loose so yeah well yeah but just like the dynamics that can arise between people i think are like the most powerful drugs oh yeah you know yeah totally um and we have uh yeah we have such usually such a positive amazing incredible drug that gets sprung but sometimes during these weeks of thanksgiving when the drugs that you're around are sometimes your family <laughs> your family members and the dynamics that arise between you know you and your mother or your brother or your sister or whatever can, can anyone trigger you or get under your skin the way your immediate family can no like you like i and i i, I could speak for all of us i think and anyone listening to this you act ways with your immediate family that you would never dare fucking treat another person like isn't that kind of a weird thing well i always think i'm grown like i'm a grown person out in the world doing mm-hmm. my thing like yeah. this and i'm like i can't handle whatever and then i get around my parents and i turn it feels like i'm a child me you too know? Yeah. the regression that happens around blood family you yeah. know what i mean um the yeah roles. and it feels embarrassing and it's just like shame and i don't it's not just shame to what you you know how how you regret you were growing up but it's like the place that you're at when you're around them right there because it feels like you drop into a different space there are the perfect gurus and the perfect teachers oh man sometimes i have to remind you they're like are you seriously going to be whining right now (laughs) 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 yeah when i'm around uh, it's weird because it's changed a little bit and like i think this is worth talking about because uh in america it's thanksgiving this week it's a great great week to celebrate gratitude and be grateful for your family and go see them and everything but it's also good to realize uh some of the roles maybe we slip into when we're around them and you know how illuminating that can be about who we are and where we are i like i when i'm around my sister megan who's got five kids and like she's just a rock star of a mom yeah I like feel like fourteen year old boy. I feel like that's how kind of how she still looks at me. She still mm. sees me like that. Like everyone else, I've been able to like control my vibe and and everything. Mm. And Megan just like is you know like, just, like Sean being Sean, you know. And yeah. I'm just like fuck. I can't help but be fourteen when I'm around my sister. Yeah. With my parents, it's changing a little bit because they're getting to the age where I feel like I'm starting to become their parents a little bit. You know. 
I'm like, do you drink water? Have you moved your body? You know, like just like simple shit like that. But very grateful for him. That's the first thing we did when we got up today was uh, after we meditated, we just sat in bed and said prayers for for you and for our family and for everyone's health and just prayers of gratitude, not like prayers of protection, which hopefully all prayers are, but prayers of gratitude, just like saying to the universe, like, thank you for all these people. You know, it's really amazing. Yeah, I think it's uh, this thing with our family. We are very grateful for them, but there is something about them. Not only where you regress into either your childhood dynamics or, you know, anti-authoritarian instincts or whatever it is, but you also like they're an extension of your identity and who you came from. So anything that they do, which might seem like an impurity is like, oh, my God, you see it in yourself like tenfold because there's this thing where we become our parents. We can't even help it. And so if they drop into something that we find displeasing or something, it's like we've, I feel like part of becoming an adult is also like um, releasing those tangle holds that allow you to feel so um, immediately affected by everything that your parents do. And -hmm. I think that's parents, what parents have to do with kids too. Like I know my mom had to go through it or my dad had to go through it. Like, okay, just because my daughter's doing X, Y, Z doesn't mean I was a bad mom or, you know, yeah, practice non-attachment with them. Yeah. Uh, it, it helps like like when we, we start bringing mayor around our families and, you know, it, it all of a sudden like how embarrassing they are comes up to the surface again. And I'm like, oh, no. But I'm like, actually, it's bringing me closer to mayor because it's making me let go of these things that I feel like are such a reflection of me and an extension of me. Like we go upstate and like my mom's going fucking crazy. I mean, she's just a mile a minute, this and that. And I'm like damn mayor's gonna realize like that's who i am and that's who i come from and then she might get a little more annoyed by my tendencies like that or my dad forget about it he's uh you know i it's a cringe fest for me because of that no one else thinks that but because of that because i feel like god i came from this guy like this is an extension of me like fucking represents who i am yeah it's obviously the opposite from my perspective you know (laughs) it makes me love you more and trust you more and like because there's also contrast. There's like, I can see parts of you and your mother. I can see parts of you and your father. I can see parts of you that grew because of the absence of whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and so both of those things are true. And uh, yeah. I love them so much. They're so fun. I mean, honestly, it's like, that's more from, I come from speed. So yeah, it's, totally. not, it's not like irregular to me. I don't come from a Buddhist household or anything. I, I feel like like our life, like normally we're the like, boom, 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 boom. boom. We get up there yeah. and we're just in the eye of a Definitely. storm. We're just like, <laughs> everything just fucking screaming yelling four different conversations on top of each other like fucking news blasting in the background did caitlin just have a seizure just like yeah we're all just like yeah 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 it's very intense and yeah you know i know it's really intense for people to uh to go home for the holidays and stuff and we're doing it we're gonna be up in maine this week yeah that doesn't feel like uh typical home for the holidays right we're such friends with marie yeah marie is very sweet and easy yeah we're gonna be doing some episodes from maine later this week yeah that'll be fun absolutely yeah well maybe we'll get your mom on there i hope so yeah i think she would get a (laughs) kick out of doing this show with us (laughs) yeah yeah the identity thing is huge and i think you're right probably the biggest point of trigger why like your parents upset you or why you you upset your parents but it's it's so true with your siblings too Mm -hmm. you know oh i can't even speak to that yeah yeah i used to say all the time like my brother and i fight because we're opposites and then i come to the conclusion eventually like we fight because we're similar in like the same ways you know and the parts of him that i hate are like the worst parts of me but like really amplify because he's a man you know (laughs) he's like younger even though he's older Yeah. yeah you know 
Um, <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think, why we always, like, have historically gotten to really big blow-up fights because you just can't. Yeah. He has a Scorpio moon. I have a Cancer moon. He has a Leo sun. It's, like, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, everyone thought... Everyone has this story that like only children are so fucked up and having <laughs> no. no, it's a story, you know, it's a story, but having been around people who have siblings, I'm like, you guys are the ones who are really fucked up. Oh, like absolutely. you have so much trauma from your siblings mm-hmm. and like so much ego stuff that comes up. It's like kind of insane. Um, yeah, God. I think they're like any relationship. It's obviously it's an, um, it's an accelerator on psychic and spiritual evolution when you have a sibling, because it's more contrast, it's more diversity. It's more your ego in your face. It's mm-hmm. more of your problems in your face. You know what I mean? I think you're protected from that when you don't have siblings. I wish I had more. I wish I wasn't like a huge family. And, yeah, um, oh. I was always just, like, and our whole family was like, we should have had at least one more. Yeah. Like three is the magic number. You at least get three of them. Cause then you get a middle, you can take sides and stuff. Oh, it's <laughs> just one-on-one is too much. You know, I know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm because, and that's like, I think at the end of the day, what you have to remember when this week can get to a point of fury during November, which is already a little bit of a hellscape and an inferno, (laughs) is that it's literally like your family, you have this family, not randomly, you have this family to teach you about yourself and for contrast. And yes, you come from them, but at the same time, you're not them. You know, you chose them and you guys have done a million dances in different positions in lifetimes where you were your mom's brother and your dad's sister or whatever it was, or, you know. You were their parents. You were their parents, yeah. We've done this dance so many times. We've played these roles so Mm -hmm. many times. We chose these motherfuckers to awaken our soul in a way that Mm -hmm. maybe we wouldn't have been able to otherwise. Exactly. And sometimes it's, you know, you have these relationships so that people can um, expand you and break down your borders of reality. But sometimes um, you're at a high enough frequency where life asks you to carry some weight and be that boundary breaker for other people in your family. Mm. You know, and I know that's like really uncomfortable, but for this younger generation, so much of what it feels like, because I guess it always feels like there's a chasm between generations, but certainly this younger generation coming up who's younger than me, like hasn't had their Saturn return yet. And uh, the older folk, there does seem to be like, oh, there's all these like things you guys need to learn and all these things you need to be updated on. And I think we can feel as young people like frustrated and like burdened by like, why don't you just fucking get it? Yeah. But it's, it's almost crazy. like an honor that you get to like, yeah. Um, tear apart the veil a little bit more, you yeah. know, for older people that have, well, the, well, the beautiful thing is now that I'm getting older and into that, those ages, I'm like, Oh, it's so funny. I, I, Especially when I first found mushrooms, I'm like, yo, listen to me, listen to me. I, I, I got something to say here. I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now I realize it's like, it's actually not really about that. It's like about like quieting down a yeah. little bit and yeah. listening. And yeah. it's like the reason that my parents aren't like, you know, shot out of a cannon excited about me getting into mushrooms is because they've seen it all. Like they, they've right. seen it all. Like I'm like, oh my God, with this new information right. and like you guys got to update and you, you guys are boomers and you're in the past and this right. and that. And they're just like. No, we're kind of just like sitting on our wisdom cloud and like nothing's going to affect us too much. Right. It's kind of cool like that. But yeah, interested. This should be uh, an interesting week for people. You know, I think a lot of people are going to be getting together with their families for the first time in a long time because of the pandemic. I think last Thanksgiving was pretty much a wash. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it should be interesting. Don't take it that seriously. That's all I can say. (laughs) Don't take it that seriously. It helps me to just fucking get high. Getting getting high around my family yeah. fucking changed everything. Bring weed with you. Yeah. Definitely bring weed with you. That, that's a recommendation from the church chill. Mm. Bring edibles. <laughs> bring edibles, yeah. Dose your parents. Yeah. We made edibles last night. Me and Mare Bear. 
Yeah, we did. We made cookies. We made some sugar cookies and uh, got annihilated. Some chocolate got, chip yeah. cookies. We we did the typical thing of like we split a cookie. No, yeah, we we each had a cookie and then we we're like let's have a little more and then we we're fucking paralyzed. <laughs> and I woke up this morning still paralyzed, which is like to me like the one downfall of edibles. Yeah, it's like you could still wake up with the yeah that hangover, but um. Like Cass said, we take a little kratom, and I don't know. I just want to shout out gratitude for that plant. Uh, I know I know some people struggle with addiction with it or whatever, and but a lot of people have used it to get off opioids. We use it for small temporary bursts of energy that aren't on the level of caffeine. It seems mm. I don't know how would you describe it. I've been doing it for so long, I can't even describe it. I mean, the less you take, it's more, it's like a level kind of, what we were saying this morning is that when you t- when we take two of this like green mangda kratom, we um, look back and we're like, wow, we just had a great day. Like, I just like, we got some stuff done. We had great conversation. Oh, we were kind of awake for that friend hangout or it whatever. Was more, it's always in retrospect, in retrospect when you take two. When you take two, but we've gotten into taking three once in a while and it's like, Let's get out for that run, yeah. you know, and or, you know. <laughs> feels like you're on like a low dose of Molly almost. Yeah, there is something kind of euphoric about it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, really interesting. It can one. be a good plant ally. I think add to the the collection of plant allies that we so honor, you know. Oh, absolutely. It's I mean, it's a it's ability as a painkiller too, you know. I think uh that that doesn't get talked about enough. I think people that are in a lot of pain, we've given it to people that were struggling with back pain and arthritis and they're like, "Jesus Christ, you just saved my life." Mm-hmm. You know. So do your research, but there's lots of places you can order and get Kratom. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we use it for exercise and for podcasting. Yeah. What do you think? About Kratom? Yeah. You're I, new to it fairly. You know? Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's hard to really decipher sometimes between the upper versus downer effects of it on me. Like, I mm. love it and it's definitely a high, but I don't know if I get like this like energy. Yeah. It definitely like relaxes me into something, which in itself can streamline energy i suppose you know if you Mm -hmm. have less resistance right yeah just sort of the whole idea um but i like it i mean yeah it does feel like maybe a very very low dose of molly sometimes when you take (laughs) it's a nice high i like it um yeah yeah but it is what you're saying it's it's more of a mental thing it's not like it gives my body this energy like we're like caffeine coffee hijacks my system i'm like i need to run whereas kratom is more like I'm in a good mood. Yeah. I should probably get out there and move my body. Yes. I feel it's it a bit. It's not hijacking so much. I feel it a bit in the heart in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a, and like, and maybe like we're talking about with like the low dose Molly kind of vibe, but I kind of did this hack where I always thought, oh, I need to drink caffeine in order to do work. Mm-hmm. Like I would be like, oh, I need to drink coffee or have this black tea or whatever it is. And I realized every time I'd go down to work, I'd be so ADD. And so I switched it over to like, okay, I have a lot to do. Let me drink chamomile tea. And so I think we kind of might all treat caffeine as like, oh, this is how you do, do, do things with, I think you had a really good way of saying it is that you can kind of like streamline into the flow of energy and sometimes relaxing your system so you can quiet down, especially with a lot of us nowadays doing work on computers and Mm. stuff like that, Mm -hmm. that doing something that's like more of a calming energy that can allow you to like, oh, I'm just going to focus on what I need to take care of and like calmly take care of it rather than like, Oh my God, I need to write this thing. I don't necessarily think that's always. Yeah. It ADDs me. Yeah. It makes totally. me ADD. Yeah. It's like, it's too much energy and like, I don't know where to pour it. 
But food yeah. for thought. Food for <laughs> thought, for sure, for sure. Um, thanks for joining us. It's been a wonderful Monday, the beginning of Gratitude Week. Mellow Yellow Monday. Mellow Monday, baby. Mellow Monday. Yeah. Oh, can I shout out my shirt? Yeah, please do. You are made of magic. Uh, Trista generously sent this to us. And Love it. Um, her Etsy handle is Lucida Mystica. If yeah. you want to check her out, she has like so much cool stuff. Yeah, I, as when, when we got that, I was like, we're going to have this forever. It's like I a know. nice sweater. It's yeah. beautiful. It's very soft. You are made of magic and, and what a it's good the reminder. truth. It's yeah. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no matter who gets you down this week, you are made of magic and we love you. We'll yeah. be here all Don't week. Don't match the energy. Raise it. You got this shit, y'all. Gratitude. Gratitude. <laughs> gratitude. Gratitude week. Gratitude life. Uh, join us on patreon.com slash church of chill. You know what's going on there. Come join the party. See you tomorrow, y'all. Love you. <laughs>